Hello and welcome back to the Wyatt Mason Podcast, a podcast about an interpersonal relationship between brothers. Today, the concept that we will be discussing and going over is the role of self-concept as it relates to brotherhood. Now, self-concept is a very, it can be kind of a complicated and unique topic. Um, Self-concept starts from an early age. Um, an article from the National Library of Medicine suggests the I'll leave the link for that in the bio, by the way, if you're interested. It suggests that self-concept is um, a thing that starts to get developed, I mean, around age three or four. You can start to have formative experiences, so it's very early on. As it relates to me personally, me and my brother are four years apart, so I was around him. And uh, my brother's adopted, but we got him when he was, you know a month old probably so he there's a lot of formative experiences that i was in fact present for in his life and likely brothers will be around for formative experiences in each other's lives ones that will shape not only our concepts of each other but our self-concepts and will shape your brother's self-concept joseph devito in his book the interpersonal communication book says of self-perception that it is the extent to which you know yourself, your strengths and your weaknesses, your thoughts and feelings, and your personal tendencies. So to be self-aware. First, I'll talk about this in relation to myself. This is important to be self-aware in the role of brotherhood because you, it, it, the better you know yourself, the better you can love others. This is not just in the role of brotherhood, but in general. If I take time to reflect on myself i see my faults my weaknesses there are multiple things that i can do with that information first i want to improve myself and be better my faults and weaknesses are going to affect myself and those around me in likely almost neg- uh, mostly negative ways which means that i need to try to improve myself and become better so And it also affects me in that I need to be able to manage my personal faults, damaging others. Now, we need to work to be better and strive to relieve ourselves of faults and weaknesses to strengthen ourselves. But the fact of the matter is we're always going to fail. We're never going to perfect ourselves. So we're always going to be weak people to some extent. We'll get stronger throughout life if we strive for it but what we need to do is manage our weaknesses around others because my weakness is going to hurt the people around me no matter what i can work to make it not so but it is going to hurt the people around me so what i need to do is i need to manage it first of all i need to be ready to come to people to admit my weakness to say i hurt you i'm sorry Like, what can I do? Because hurt can be irreversible, but we do need to do what we can to help people. And to be, we need to be quick to admit our own personal weaknesses and faults. Now we can consider the role self-concept plays in others around us. So, 
you know, of course, when I hear the term self-concept and I think of the idea, I'm thinking about me. But as it relates to specifically your brother and all of those around you, we all have our own self-conceptions. Those people have a conception of themselves. That's going to affect the way that they communicate with you. And then the way they communicate to everyone. And so we need to not only be thinking of our own concept of ourselves, but be aware the self-concept that others have of themselves when we are around them. Um, Blake Neff, in his book, A Pastor's Guide to Interpersonal Communication, says, A communicator's self-concept has a great deal of impact on how he or she interprets the situation or the behavior of another. So... You and your mother might see two things completely differently, two social interactions completely differently, based on their conception of themselves. One example in my own life that comes to mind is interactions with parents. So sometimes I'll interact with my parents, and, you know, people can be in bad moods, and it'll have nothing to do with you. But, um, for example, I would... My mom, okay, she's really good at making cookies. My mom, she makes great desserts. My sister, too. So my family would make cookies. And I'd eat more than I'm definitely supposed to. Or like we buy ice cream. I eat more than I'm definitely supposed to. What happens after that? I become, um, I have the feeling of guilt overcomes me. And I become paranoid. That is going to, my perception of myself as being guilty is going to affect my interactions with my parents. Those interactions with my parents now, I'm going to take every little indicator of anger or suspicion to to signify that I that they know what I've done. And so I'm going to it's going to affect my entire relationship with my parents because I'm going to be nervous and anxious when and I'm going to be looking for little indicators that they know what I've done wrong even though it might not even be a thing that is on their mind. They might not even be thinking about it. It's That is a good example, I think, of when self-perception affects your interactions with others. And this is going to happen in your relationship with your brother, too. For example, this would happen all throughout my childhood. My brother would make me upset. He would do something to annoy me. So I would, maybe, on occasion strike him you know and this obviously i'm in the wrong there because i do i should not retaliate to my brother's annoyances with physical you know abuse or like reprimand him in that way first of all that's not my place second of all that's not a, a good way to treat any situation i shouldn't act out of anger in a way that would hurt other people however after everything goes down he freaks out mom and dad get involved i get in trouble i'm gonna be walking around the house thinking my brother was in the wrong i was just responding in the normal way that anyone would and so i'm i'm like i'm on an apology from him i know i'm not gonna get it but i think that he should apologize to me because i think he is in the wrong however he's gonna be going around thinking my brother hit me i was just trying to mess around and so it's like self-perception is really mangling your relationship there and so you need a that's an example of when you need to when self perception self perception can negatively impact your relationship 
and when it negatively impacts your relationship that can have if you don't get out ahead of it right you need to be above those situations what you what ultimately you need to do is recognize your own wrongdoing and try to look at each individual self-perception to try to come to a uh, a place of reconciliation ultimately as for forgiveness say recognize that my feeling of like like I was in the right that's wrong and admit that to him and maybe point out his own self-perception that's not immediate though there's not really a place to point that out immediately so you just need to kind of do it with love handle your own self-perception recognize his self-perception so that you can love him well and take care of your brother Thank you for listening to the Wyatt Mason experience. This is a fun podcast. I love talking about my brother. And I hope that you can learn a little bit about self-perception and how it relates to brotherhood from this episode of the podcast. Thank you for listening to the Wyatt Mason experience. And I hope you have a great day.